Hey there, and thank you for listening to the Dream Center Peoria podcast. Dream Center Peoria exists to impact families living in poverty, starting with kids and youth. If you want to learn more about what we're up to at the Dream Center, you can find us online at dreamcenterpeoria.org or on social media at Dream Center Peoria. Thanks for listening. Hi, well, my name's Andy King, and uh, welcome to the New Reality Podcast, which is one of the series that we're doing through uh, the Dream Center podcast right now. During this pandemic time of everything that's going on, uh, for Illinois, there's been a lot of things going on. Uh, We have got a stay-at-home order now till the end of May. Uh, So as you can imagine, running something like the Dream Center and all the operations that we have going on, uh, that that means there's a lot of stuff that we've got to uh, pivot with and, and move really quick. And so today on the podcast, we thought we would do something uh, pretty fun. This is uh, for those that have uh, been around the Dream Center family for a while. You're going to know who we're going to be talking to today. But a lot of you, you're new to uh, the Dream Center and what we're doing. And so today we thought we would uh, talk with Christy Schofield, who heads up all of our DCP housing at the Dream Center, very uh, integral job of what we do at the Dream Center. Uh, And so Christy is with us. How are you doing, Christy? I'm doing well, Andy. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad Uh, glad you're here. Glad (laughs) you're here. And and, um, the story uh, that we're going to share today, some people may have heard of it, about it before but to me it never gets old just because of uh, how God had a crazy good plan for your life and way back when um, you may not have seen that uh, because of what you were going through no no I I did not see that at all and and so what I thought we would do today Christy is just um, share first a bit about your story but then how it really uh, plays out today in what you're doing. Um, And so why don't you take us back a number of years um, to really where you first come across the building that the Dream Center uh, is in now? Because I know that's really where a lot of this all starts. Right. Well, that is, we're going back to 1996. So that is quite a while ago. And um, I had run from an abusive marriage, an abusive marriage, and um, come to Peoria, and I was sleeping in my car with my two children. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a bad place. I was suffering from depression, PTSD. I was not functional as a person or as a parent, and... um, you know, it's horrible to go back to that and remember how it was. My kids were scared and, well, it was a horrible place to be. But God had a plan for that. Right. Because then I ended up in the shelter program with my two children and then moved into the village transitional housing program. Yeah, let's let's explain some of that um, because... Um, those words, even though this was in, in the 90s, those words 
today at the Dream Center means something. Correct. Correct. Um, the shelter is our homeless shelter for women and children, parenting, yes. uh, fathering dads, and also families that come to yes. us. It's open yes. 24-7. And then you mentioned the village, which is our 21 apartments that we have that really give folks those um, few months, maybe a year or so, to really get um, – get back into the stride of getting back into reality with regards to living, getting a job, saving, uh, also budgeting. And we, with our caseworkers, really look after those folks. And that's what you, you head up now. But back then... No, back they, then, they were saying, those programs saved my life. Wow. So, so you have to think there was divine intervention there. Yeah. Because, you know, now I run the same programs that gave me my life back. So right. I think I have a unique perspective, you know, when it comes to how, how we, you know, how we help people, how we treat them with dignity, compassion, and restore their purpose. Yeah. And, and that's the great thing about, I, rem, I remember your story, um, our worlds had collided a little bit uh, when we bought the building uh, now, you know, over 10, 12 years ago, I do believe I'm trying to remember, but before that it was the old YMCA and within the YMCA, the YWCA ran these two programs that you've just talked about and that we now run. Yes. Uh, and about eight years ago, the Y you were on staff for the YWCA. Yes. And uh, the YWCA got into a bit of uh, financial uh, bother, just they had to go bankrupt in Peoria. And um, I remember the Dream Center was left with a bit of a predicament. Do we, do we take on these programs or do we make more people homeless? And that was not our intent at all. And so we were trying to figure out, okay, and we had literally 48 hours to decide whether we were going to inherit a program yes. that ran nearly half a million dollars a year. I think I remember every minute of the two <laughs> days because yeah. it was so stressful. And I was just praying, please let them decide to take it, please. And yeah. And I remember turning to you and saying, hey, Christy, if we're going to do this, we need you on the staff. We need you on the team. And to be honest, you had been burned big time. Right. And I you said lost, no. Yeah, you said no. You lost your retirement because they'd gone bankrupt. You'd lost all this stuff. And you, I remember you saying, I am done with nonprofits. I am not going to work with any again. Yeah. I, I, my famous saying was, I will work at Taco Bell before I work in a nonprofit again. Yeah. And so I said, give me one month under the, <laughs> under the, the leadership of the dream center. Give us one month because it will be different. And I remember you saying, okay, I'll give you one month. That's it. And we're on to, I think year eight. Well, I know. I know. I fell in love with the dream center. I, I tell everyone that I said, you spend time there. You see how the dream center loves and cares and you fall in love and you can't leave, so. Yeah, there you go. So and, and, and what, I, what I love about this whole thing is um, the way that you 
you accepted the new change of, of Dream Center taking, and we had never run a, a, a homeless shelter before or a transitional housing. We'd never done any of that. So it wasn't like you, you were coming to these guys that had done it before, but what we did know was how to love a city well, how to bring people along for the ride and to treat people with dignity. And so um, over the years, we have seen a lot of changes. Christy has been leading this side of the Dream Center uh, for those years. And it's great to see Christy and others on our staff who have also been homeless but now have a job that can turn to some of these, uh, some of our guests that we have when they say, you don't know what it's like. And Christy and some of the team can turn and say, well, actually, we do, and we, we're succeeding in life. We got out of living at the Dream Center. And, uh, and so that's always incredible. Christy, before we go on to what we're doing with COVID, what, what's some of the things, some of the stories that you've seen that you're, you're like, man, if I could only tell people about this story of how we saved this mom or this family, can you just wow something... Uh, Gosh, from so some many. of the experience yeah yeah there's so many um you know we've had women with many children and we've helped them get their life back together and move on into permanent housing um we have had intact families that have lost everything mm. and then turned it around and we've been able to give them a new shot at life and that's what's really a blessing because what we do is teach people how to leave homelessness and how to never come back. Right, right. Because it's very easy to pay for somebody's rent and deposits, but that doesn't help because six months down the road, you know, you, you will see them back and we were seeing cycles of homelessness. So it's meant a lot to me to see women, children, see them learn the skills they need to be learning to be self-sufficient. And I think a lot of people, um, they, they may view homelessness in a completely different way to how we see it. Um, some of the things that we see are, um, the average age in our homeless shelter floor is nine years of age. Yeah. So a lot of people always think of the older person, uh, the single guy or the single lady. Um, the other thing that we see is a lot of the people that come to us, they're there because they've moved to Peoria or the area for, for two reasons, a, a boyfriend or a job. Right. And, and what we find is one of those two goes south. They've moved, moved to Peoria and there is no one that they know, right? Because they've moved there. Their network is in a different city. And so now we become the network. Christy, do you just want to talk about some of the things that we help folks with to create that network? Sure. Um, you know, we help people with the financial literacy. We, you know, one of the things we see all the time is people come in and they have all these uh, 
check loans and car title loans and they're so over the head debt they don't know what to do um we help them with that we help them find a job that will sustain them we help them find the type of housing they need sometimes people come in and they need support and they're going to need support for a while before they're ready so our permanent supportive housing program upstairs works out wonderfully we see people that come in and they just need to have a short term you know they've got a job and everything they just had problems with you know like you said they came here for a boyfriend it didn't work out and we help them for a short amount of time get them into their own apartment we also help get ids people need their driver's license um their birth certificate social security card we do that and we do a lot of loving on people that have had a hard time and i think that's what we do that's most important we love on them and help them realize how much they're worth yeah you know one of the because we've been doing this for eight years or so now as a dream center one of the the stats that we uh we're proud of just because it shows people's lives being turned around is if people go from the homeless shelter into the village the 91 percent who leave the village never go back to homelessness Yes, and, that, and that's amazing. Christy, do you want to just talk about um, the village just real quick uh, of what happens um, then when they transition into there? When they transition into the village, um, we give them the support they need to keep their housing. We teach them how to build a support system. Sometimes people have a job, they'll lose it because their child's sick, they have no idea how to maneuver childcare, that type of thing. We work on that. People who have a lot of outstanding debt, we work on helping them get that down. Um, if they've had substance abuse, mental health issues, we get them in with the right people um, for counseling or treatment. Wow. That's, and that's the, the great thing. It's not just, you know, we've told people it's not just uh, a floor in the dream center at the shelter where people can just do what they want. It's, the village is not just apartments where they can do what they want. We have many different avenues for people to connect with us um, and to get back, back on track. Now, Right now, we're going through this season uh, with COVID-19, which um, I, I've said it many times. I even said it at the beginning of these podcasts way back when this all broke out, that we can't tell everyone to just go home. No. Right? We, we are. are we, we are home. <laughs> That's right, Christy. We're home and 24-7, we can see anywhere from... 35 people to 120 people um, call the Dream Center home that are homeless. And so when you add, these are folks that are already struggling in many ways, health, um, stability, mental health, uh, jobs, you know, all these different things. Now you throw a pandemic in it where uh, – 
we're trying to bring as much dignity as we can to anyone that walks through our doors. Um, you're now looking at running that shelter in a completely different way. Obviously, more staffing, more hygiene, uh, more cleaning. I mean, more food. There's kids that aren't at school, so they're now on the on the homeless shelter floor all day long. So, right. Christy, tell us a little bit about what your world has been like since the COVID-19 and, and the amazing stuff that we have, how they've been coping. Well, and that's the first thing I want to say. We have the most amazing staff. They love the people we serve as much as they love themselves. And they are down in the trenches every day, yeah. working with them, helping them socially distance. Um, we've had to change the way we do meals. So staff is actually serving people so that there are not crowds at the window. Um, we have staff teaching people about hygiene, helping them with PPE, um, making sure you know that they're washing hands, using sanitizer. Uh, we have staff helping kids with their e-learning. Right. You know, it, you're not just a case manager on the shelter floor. You're like a mama, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. or a dad. <laughs> yeah, know? and we have some amazing staff who, I mean, we've even had uh, a few staff members that have, have had COVID that obviously are doing okay now. Yes. Um, but, you know, we've, we've had some people that have come from out of state or from Chicago, which Chicago is a hot spot at the minute. Um, and tell us a little bit about what we've done with that type of scenario. Well, we are a congregate living situation, like a nursing home. So we have to follow those guidelines. And what that means is when we have someone come from Chicago, of course, they have been subject. There's a lot more COVID there. So we have to be careful for our women and children living here. Yeah. So we have to put them in isolation um, when they come in for 14 days. Mm -hmm. You know, we, they have TV to watch. We take them food. Right. You know, we, we care for them. We sit outside the door and someone talks to them about their needs so they don't feel alone, but that's what we right. have to do. And it's probably the best view of Peoria that you can have as yes. well. In that <laughs> so uh, so um, uh, talk to me just a little bit about um, how the staff have been doing. Because I know, I know this has took a toll on some of them. It has. It has. And it's scary. It's scary when you're in the environment, you know, um, just like the people who work in the hospitals and the EMTs. You do not know, as the people walk in, where they're coming from, what they've been exposed to. Right. But they are, the staff is so dedicated. You know, everyone at the Dream Center, we all do this, not for the big bucks, but, but because right. we really love the people we serve. Yeah. And, you know, they, we have offered staff, if they needed someone to talk to. We've offered those avenues and such. That's good. And, and just for people listening, we, we were determined to, to come into this with where we did not want to see any uh, of our staff suffering. 
um, not just with health, but also losing jobs. We have not laid anyone off. Um, in fact, it's been a pretty busy time for all of us uh, in all the areas at the Dream Center, trying to run an organization from our homes, part probably um, 50%, 60% are at homes and that working and then there's also everyone that's at the dream center the housing and then robbie uh, and his team who do project 309 our after school program is coming in and taking deliveries out uh, so there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on and uh christy i know there's a few ways that people can help the dream center do you just want to hit one or two and then i'll hit another if there's if there's any left um, well, people can help the Dream Center by sponsoring a meal for our shelter. Um, people can also help the Dream Center um, by going to our website and being a donor. Um, people can help by calling and as soon as we're able to have volunteers back in. Um, we're going to have volunteers back in. Yeah. yeah. And let me just uh, highlight something you said when it came to the, the meal. Yes. So the great thing about the meal is we've, we've got a few local restaurants that are locally owned that can do a meal for our homeless shelter for around $200, $250. That will feed uh, 70 to 100 people. And it will also help the local restaurant that are struggling at the minute because they normally have dining, uh, also takeout, you know, places like Avani's that is one that uh, we've been using a lot and La Gondola and, you know, places like this that are Peoria Ran um, that we can really help. And other places like Pizza Ranch who um, will pay for meals, but then they'll show up one night and, they've provided a meal and not charged us anything for yeah. it. So it's things like that, that you're like, whoa, this is crazy. So, um, so there's some ways to get involved. Um, Christy, what, what are some of the things you just want people to know about the, the dream center and especially the housing that may be um, a misconceived notion? Well, I guess I would want people to know that you know, a lot of people live a paycheck away from homelessness. It is not just the substance abuser. It is not just, you know, um, people who are too lazy to work. Many of the people I have are underemployed. They work very hard. Um, one of the things I tell people about my story is I never expected to be homeless. I mean, Prior to my kids being born, I worked for Sears Mortgage Securities Corporation um, in the secondary market as an underwriter. So, you know, it's not just people with these issues. A lot of people live very close to homelessness. Yeah. And I think we're seeing that right now. Um, yeah. I mean, just the, some of the people that have reached out to us that, um, are, are asking for help three six months ago they were actual donors to the dream center they were volunteers of the dream center and all of a sudden they've lost everything and um, 
they've said it's been hard having to come and ask for help because it's not what they're normally doing. They're normally helping. Um, and we've just said, hey, we understand this is not for permanent. This is a season. Uh, God will get to a point where he'll bless you to be able to bless others again. Um, so let us help in that way. And so uh, even with the homelessness, you may, be, you may be even listening to this going, I may be losing my home. I may be losing stuff soon. Know that the Dream Center is here for you in this central Illinois area. You've just got to reach out to us and we'll try and do as much as we can. And we have an amazing network of other nonprofits that we can really lean into as well um, if we haven't got an answer or solution. So, well, Christy, I just want to thank you, one, for what you do at the Dream Center. Uh, we cannot do what we do without you uh, running the amazing staff out there. Uh, and then also all the volunteers that you work with when they come in. And then more than anything, our homeless guests, when they come in, uh, they know who to go to for help. They know who to go to to find information out. And that's not just the staff, but you as well. And so I appreciate you in everything you do. Um, Thank you. Uh, oh, no problem. No. And, and, and I just wanted to hit on ways people can help just in case uh, there are folks there hearing Chris's story first. We did a little two, three minute video of Christie's story. Uh, and so on YouTube, in the description, when you're watching this podcast, in the description, we will have a link to actually see uh, this story unfold. Um, and so you can go and, and watch that. You'll love to watch that. Um, but if you want to get involved with the Dream Center, all you've got to do is go to dreamcenterpuria.org. And there are many ways that you can get involved. You can hit the get involved button, which is all about volunteering. You can donate there. Obviously with what we're doing, it's raised costs on the floor uh, of the homeless shelter. So if you want to get involved with, with a meal or just general expenses of what goes on at the Dream Center, go ahead, click on the donate button there as well. And that'd be great. Uh, but again, Christy, it was great having you with us. And uh, to be here. Oh, yeah. And um, we look forward to many, many, many more years with you on the team, bringing people in, uh, presenting Jesus in a real way, in a true way on that homeless shelter floor with your staff. So, uh, again, thank you, Christy. Thanks again for listening to the Dream Center Peoria podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you know of anyone that would be interested in hearing about what we just talked about, we would encourage you to share this episode with them. Be sure to stay tuned for future episodes. Thanks.